When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. This is the U.S. Bank Cougar Coaches Show on the Washington State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. One on and lifted in a right field the opposite way to the wall. It is up and it's gone. Put your trust in a bank that's been focused on serving the people and businesses in Washington and all across the country since 1863. That's U.S. Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Tonight's show is also brought to you by Northern Quest Resort and Casino. Need something to smile about? Try taking home your share of Millions in jackpots at Northern Quest. That'll do it every time. Northern Quest. Now playing. Now paying. Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment. Made to chill. And by Zeppos. The home for the Cougar Coaches Show. Makes a dive in the snag. Now let's talk Cougar baseball with Cougar head coach Brian Green. Here's the voice of the Cougs, Matt Chazanow. We are live from the Martin Stadium press box and we'll be joined by the head baseball coach Brian Green in just a couple of moments. What is going on tonight is actually really exciting. And I know that Coach Green is involved in a Zoom call 
that is uh, a sort of uh, groundbreaking for the Back to Omaha project, the, the beautiful facility that is right in the baseball stadium, and he, he's tied into that, so he'll be here any moment now. And uh, it's Cougar baseball season. The Cougs are off of a tough series against Arizona State. And, and I also want to note we are in the first of four baseball coaches shows here, so we'll have three more kind of peppered throughout the year. We're working around some travel schedules and uh, what we are are uh, able to weave in through this baseball season here. Uh, the Cougs are off of a tough one against Arizona State. They got swept. They were shut out in two of the games. The four runs in, on the Saturday game came in one inning in the uh, middle of the ball game. They were down, and the Sun Devils did a good job of scoring early runs in the first inning, and the Cougars were unable to fight back in the first and then the third games. In the second game, they had it, and they had a, a bottom of the eighth, a couple of runs come across for ASU, and... That was the second time the Cougs have actually lost a pack game now in the bottom of the eighth. The other one was in Corvallis, game was tied, and the, the Beavers hit a solo shot. We're going to take a step back from the immediate part of the schedule and, and talk about some big-picture things with Brian Green. Because of the pandemic, we actually were unable to do a baseball coaches show last year, and we were really excited about it and wanted to get to it. And then, of course, everything got blown out because of COVID and because of the pandemic. So... We've got a ton to cover. I want to talk to Brian about the program on the whole. We're going to talk to Coach about all kinds of things. Um, and also about this season, we also have some Twitter questions that were put in, uh, M underscore Chaz, if you'd like to participate. Um, even the Cougs this year had a postponement of play. They were going to go out to the west side and take on Seattle U and Washington for a couple of non-conference games. And, uh, oh, Skipper's coming in right now. No, he had the, the back to Omaha deal. Yeah, just come right on and throw a headset on. Um, and, you know, they were going to go west, and that, that's made things a little bit logistically difficult also. And, um, and so it is, uh, you know, it's, it's been a great non-conference run, and, and it's been a, a competitive pack start. But um, I know the uh, – there you go. I know it's not the way that, uh, that you wanted the series in Phoenix to go. Flip it around there. Get a little flip. There we go. Um, we've got Skip coming, throwing a headset on here. Skip, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Chaz. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming on. I, I told folks you, you're tied up. The, how the yeah. Zoom, there's a Zoom call with the Back to Omaha um, kind of unveiling or groundbreaking, Unbelievable. if you will. It, it, I, yeah, I cannot wait to uh, – to get that out to the public of what we just witnessed today. Really? Uh, unbelievable. Uh, the staff, what they did just in terms of the video where we actually show off the facility. Pull this away from your mask just a little. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was better? Yep, you're good now. I was scratching you there. Um, the uh, what we just showed the the community was unbelievable, and yeah. we just it was the the top people who have really supported us and done that. So, um, anyways, very special, fantastic, that's yeah. good. Well, hey, thanks for. I know you had to rush over, and and so I, I'm we're we're I'm really excited to talk to you. I was telling folks we, we, this shouldn't be our first show. This should be our our eighth show or whatever whatever the number is. I mean, we were supposed to do this last year. There's a lot of things that I want to cover. There is the immediacy of what we just had in Arizona State, and then yeah. there's what's going on in Corvallis and, and the PAC stuff. And I, w- I want to talk about all of it, but I, I do want to unwind it a little bit because this is the first time we've had long form on the record time together, which right. is an, an abomination and, and a shame. And, and I want to take a step back. I want to talk to you about the program, Back to Omaha Project is part of that, where you see big, big picture, how you feel about things. It's sort of your second year. It is cr- in terms of the chronology of it. But it's not in terms of the, the coaching element of it. You didn't have a pack season last year. You're off your second pack series here as a Coug. Let's, let's unwind this a little bit. Let's, okay. let's talk big picture. Give me the state of Cougar baseball. Give me the state of the program. 
Well, I mean, it's in great shape right now just in terms of uh, what excites us the most, Chaz, is just where we were um, when we got here. And when I say that, I, I just mean what's really important to us as a staff and a program, starting with just the culture, the feel, the relationships, the trust between the players and the coaches. Um, you know, that was that was absolute to unwind this thing all the way back from day one. What's the most important thing? We got to get to a spot where there's trust. We got to get to a spot where we can communicate effectively with our players. And then we like each other, you know, and then we like coming to the yard. Uh, and that's very hard to do when you're a new staff, you know, with a lot of players that, that were already in the program. There's just there are inherently are trust issues. Sure. So um, to, to do what we did last year, uh, we went from, you know, I'd crack a joke in a dugout, which I thought was funny, and it'd be complete stalemate. <laughs> did you get face. crickets a couple nothing. times? And I mean, I didn't even get a, I got, a, you know, an eye. I didn't get a smirk. I got nothing. So. <laughs> I came back with new material good. this year. That's good. Back yeah. to the drawing board. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, we actually laugh now in the dugout, <laughs> and we have energy, and we have some passion. But, you know, it's just all part of getting to know each other. So, you know, to finish 7-2 and two in our last nine last year, we go 9-7 out of the gates. It was feeling good. We were excited for Cal. And then to put the brakes on, we don't have that pack opportunity was, was a crusher for all of us. Uh, we came into this year, starting with our, our returning players. Uh, if you look at who's playing for us right now, um, it's – predominantly returning players. Yeah. And and that's a credit and tribute to those players, what they've done with their bodies, what they've done with their mental game. Uh, you know, Manzardo's a preseason All-American. Uh, what Montez is doing right now, Vandenbreek has just been really good since he's yeah. gotten here. Myers better. Colden's better. Jack Smith is off to another good start. So, you know, we have a lot of really good stories like that. Um, they really set the tone just in terms of leadership council stuff. You look at what Zane and Brandon have done on the mound. Uh, with Owen is done. There's a lot of development going on. That's the exciting part for us. Um, and then the state of the program to add to that is just the recruiting class that was 29th in the country is now here on campus. There's some real players there. And, you know, they've had a tough time getting in. Russell got off to an unbelievable start. The freshman, very talented. Uh, he'll be back soon. Um, you look at what Keith Jones is doing as a freshman. Uh, you look at Jacob McKeon, a new player, uh, going off at the He's plate right great. now. He's, He's been, been really great, good. really hot of late. Uh, Peterson got off to a great start. That's a great transfer for us. Um, there's some really exciting stuff going on. So, um, you know, we sit at 12-8, and eight, six games into the pack. The way that we see it uh, is – you, you, you close the gap, and then that final, just that last step is really hard to get, and that step is is believing and expecting to win baseball games, and we're really, really close to that. We believe we can win baseball games, who's kidding who. But I think when you look at six games in the pack and go, man, if we have one defensive play or one hit, we're 3-3 three and three in conference, or at least 2-4. No and four. question. You saw two of those. So um, we're, we're, we're at a good spot of competing right now. We've just got to, as Bobo used to say, we've got to learn to play better longer. Hmm. Yeah. The game in Corvallis, two of them, really, the eighth inning losses sting. I mean, you had the series. I don't want to say you had it won in Corvallis, but you were tied in the eighth in a Sunday game. And in, we can let's get into the pack stuff a little bit now, yeah. too. And I want to go back to the, the Brandon Friday start in Corvallis. That's the best start. That's the best start I've seen since since being here for, for a Coug. And, and look, I and I'm I'm actually going to go off, and I'm going to say, well, I saw no, uh, Scotty Sanders threw a no hitter. Um, Brandon took a perfect game into the the, the back third of the ball game, right. basically, and and really wasn't touched, you know, yep. and um, and he was dominant, is what he was. He was dominant on the road on a Friday game under the lights against a a, a Beaver team, and you didn't you did hit, 
you scored five, you only needed three. I mean, right. and maybe, you know, who knows how it goes if you only had two. You might have changed some stuff up. So, um, phenomenal. I mean, just you guys, I mean, the energy from the team back, yeah. to back toward the hotel and the, the little bit that we crossed paths because it's a little bit different now with the pandemic and stuff. <laughs> but um, the little bit that I could feel, it's palpable. You know, you guys, are, you guys are ready to roll. Yeah, it's different. You know, Chaz, I'll tell you, I'll share a story with the fans. I think it's, it's, it's really um, – it's a valuable story just in terms of, you know, how much our kids have changed, uh, you know, opening, opening game of last year, my first game as a Cougar head coach and staff and, and all of that together, you know, we, we beat uh, Cal state Bakersfield for the first time. We'd won an opener in a while and it was exciting. And we get on the bus and I mean, it was just absolute. If you remember dance party USA, I mean, we were, it was <laughs> absolutely going crazy. Right. And, uh, and I remember thinking, okay, okay, this is a little much. This is a high, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and then um, fast forward that, you know, and it's not win one, but it's win one in the pack. And it's the opener, and it's Friday night. And fast forward that, and that was a big win. I mean, yeah. the, the Beavers are the Beavers, you know. And to go into Goss, tough place to play. I was really excited about going to Goss because it's one of the hardest places to play. We've played, I think, in the two toughest places to play, and we started off in the pack, a really offensive park, and you've you got to fly in the outfield, and a place where it's really hard to score at Goss. Um, Brandon does what he does, and I get on the bus, and I told the staff, I was like, listen to that. It's kind of quiet. The guys were exhausted from competing as hard as they did, but there was no screaming. There was a little more of just there was a, this is what we do and how we do it at least every day. So cool story to share from an expectation standpoint. But, uh, yeah, Brandon's start is one of the better starts I've ever, I've ever seen. The only other one I've seen was, was Lincecum against me at UCLA when hmm. he punched out, like, 21. Wow. Uh, and I was a hitting coach. I was a real <laughs> – I was not very good coach that night. But uh, he, was, he was okay competition. He was okay. Yeah. But uh, Brandon was dominant, and he had a look in his eye, and, you know, we rolled the dice just a little bit. You know, we changed up how we had been operating, um, but we did that about three weeks out. We, we really wanted to get Brandon. Under the lights. Oh, on Friday. He switched Brandon switched him and, Zane and Zane. Friday, Saturday. And, you know, Zane's been our guy going out, and he hasn't lost in the program. When, by the time we had gotten to Corvallis, he hadn't lost with us. Um, you know, his numbers were different. But, but Brandon and his velocity, we really just thought under the lights would play different. Uh, but he hadn't started for us on Friday night. So it was a little bit of a gamble. Uh, but then we felt like if you get Friday night, you're either going for a series win with Zane or if you don't get Friday night, you're going back to even up a series with Zane, and those those things have both played out. Um, so we like those two guys out of the gates right now. Did you pick that up from as a strategy elsewhere? And I ask, and I don't think, I don't know if he did it while you were there, or if you guys talked about it. All Savage, I think, was doing it with UCLA uh, a couple years ago, and I forget exactly who is that. How common is that to go take maybe your best guy and do him on Saturday, or you know, as opposed to Friday? You know, I think it's just uh, it's about your pitching depth and, and what you have. And, and, you know, when you when you look at the potential of Friday night, you know, you really would like to send somebody out who's going to give you a solid six. Sure. That's why the only reason you could look at that and say that was a little bit of a gamble. But obviously, Brandon is extremely well, we talented. Guys. We got two plus yeah. guys. But, but what we really thought was just we liked Brandon. He's he's a little more of just four seam fastball. Yeah. And under the lights as a hitting coach, that's really hard to pick up. It's got some giddy up. And obviously, he does that. And Zane sinks going to play whether it's a day or night so we just yeah. went with the day and, and we like that right now obviously we got to get lengthened uh in the bullpen you know mm-hmm. we got to get longer with our pitching staff 
but uh, those two guys are pretty good. Oh, Zane, you know, I know he was a little uncomfortable against the Beavers on the hill with the hail mm-hmm. and the rain, and, yep. uh, and he never quite had that feel. He did, he did uh, in, uh, in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah Tempe. he sure did. He was, he was that guy. I mean, he really was hard to touch. Um, but, you know, the, the record does not – I know that the Phoenix series didn't go – the ASU series in Phoenix didn't go the way you wanted it to go in Phoenix Municipal Stadium. That middle game you just about had. But also in some way, and I'm not just trying to lipstick the pig here, the scores weren't totally reflective. Now, the zeros are, are, are the problem, right? No I mean, question. That, that's the issue. The other issue is the, the pitching. And one of the, the questions I'd really like to talk to you about, and we might need to take a break here in a second, but the, there's some Twitter questions we'll get to. Some folks chimed in, and one of them was about pitching. And doing the broadcast with Kincaid, I learn a lot because, because yeah, yeah. you know, and he was saying the pitching was actually really good, it, you know, especially Dakota. You know, Dakota was really, really good, and they credited it. There were some fielding issues, yeah. and they were maybe helping out McLean's average a little bit yeah. or whatever they wanted to do. And I'm not trying to knock Cody. There was some, there was some ground balls to short. I know Cody for yeah. sure one of them he wants back. Yeah, but. You know, the the pitching actually in terms of hitting spots and both sides of the plate and what I was learning, what I was gleaning is is ASU was, was doing a really good job of scoring without getting big hits necessarily. And some of the pitching was actually better than you would think considering the final result. Yeah, and it was a couple of big innings. You know, obviously all three games we got off to a bad start. Yeah, the first you know, inning. And those guys, you know, they're very aggressive. Uh, we were up in the zone early in the game with fastballs. I think they were a little more aggressive than we've seen throughout the season just in terms of your typical first inning. Hmm. They're coming out of the gates firing. Yeah, you know? yeah. he mentioned that. He said you, it's uncommon. You, a little bit. Yeah, you, you don't know? usually swing at the first pitch of the whole game. You but know? At the, you know, at the same time, Brandon in, in, in Goss, is, uh, that OO pitch is, is outer third at the knees. And, you know, um, I, early on we were just middle up. And the, they did a great job of the day state. They're mm. good. They can hit. They, you yep. know, they're very confident at their park. But um, – but I think that if you look at that, Chaz, like you said, our pitching, uh, the scores did not reflect right. how we pitched. Uh, we absolutely needed to play better defense. Right. Um, there was nothing other than just we didn't play quality defense in two of those three games. Um, so the, I, that's how I look at that, you know, is, is we put our guys in a, in a pretty rough spot. Dakota was outstanding. We, you know, Cody would love to have that ball back. He's, he's made it all year. He's been outstanding sure. yeah. for us. But it's a double play. We've got him position perfect, and boom, now it's two outs, nobody on, and let's keep going here. So, right. um, But, yeah, it was uh, – those parts were frustrating when you look at the score. But, again, the takeaways were we got to play better defense moving into week three. Um, and we got to – offensively, we got to put more at-bats together. We hit a bunch of rods on Sunday. We had a lead in the eighth on Saturday. Um, but not enough, you know, and we've got to find a way to lengthen our quality at bat cycle, you know, um, and it, over the weekend, you take Manzo out of the game, it's a big deal for us. You know, he lengthens the lineup, but it is only one player, but he's a great player. Sure. And, and obviously Arizona State's very right-handed, um, so we miss that that left-handed presence. But, you know, you look at McKeon, you look at Jones, we've got some length. We just didn't have one through nine, and that's been a staple for us all year is one through nine quality of bat percentage. You know, the other thing also, and, and we are up against it, so I'll take it on, on this note, is baseball's the ultimate large sample size sport. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason they play 162. That is accentuated a little bit or, or, or uh, in Major League Baseball because they play so many or in the minors they play so many. It's just smaller sample size. you got more pressure on games, but it's hard to read too much into one series. Yeah. I mean, it's just hard to, to take it and bundle up all the meaning that you'd like to have. But, you know, 
you do want the payoff. I mean, you want some wins at some point here. You know, no in, question in, against yeah, pack teams. Yeah, we want the results. I think when you look at it offensively, I just I, when I look at it, when we look at it, it's just are are we overmatched or are we in there? Is it a concentration issue or is it a, is it a skill issue? Is it a swing issue? You know, we weren't getting fastballs pumped by us. We weren't getting off speed things. We weren't chasing. No, you know, it was none of that. So when you look at that as a coach, I think you also look at just you know, is your best fastball getting by their guy? Is that is that a recruiting issue? Is it a, is a location issue? A concentration issue? So, you know, we've been in just about every game. Um, and, you know, who's kidding who? We could be 3-3 three and three right now, and people would be – you guys are, you know, the talk of the country right now. You'd be three ranked. And three, and, yeah, and all yeah. that crazy stuff. So, um, But, no, but but also just like that next step, you know, getting over that hump, right. playing good defense for all nine, not just eight innings, you know, not having one bat out inning on the mound, uh, lengthening our quality of bat percentage. Those are all things that we're addressing today and tomorrow and get ready for Stafford. And I know we're really happy to be home. I bet. I bet. We'll talk, we'll talk all <laughs> yeah. kinds about that. We're live here with the skipper, Brian Green, as we're talking baseball here in the uh, press box, in the football press box, the football TV press box. And we can't wait to, to do this maybe at like an outdoor barbecue patio setting. Yeah, at be right. That'd be phenomenal when the time comes. We'll, yeah. we'll make it happen. All right, we'll be back here. We'll take a break in a second. For Cougs, there's no place like WSU. Late night apps at the Coug. Early morning tailgating at Martin Stadium. And every day spent rocking the crimson and gray. And until we get back to campus, Cougs can keep a piece of home wherever they go with the official WSU debit and credit cards from BECU. Learn more at becu.org WSU. Federally insured by NCUA. The weather is changing, and now is the time to prepare your home for winter with some new energy-efficient windows from McVeigh Brothers. McVeigh Brothers specializes in top-rated Coeur window series that has the newest technology to reduce your heat bills and the perfect replacement door to secure your home. And right now, when you install four new quality windows, we'll give you the fifth window at 50% off. McVeigh Brothers Siding and Windows, we're working for you. Give us a call for your free quote today. This is Cougar Baseball on the Washington State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment. Made to chill in a canoe, holding a beer instead of a paddle. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Carbon monoxide detectors save lives because if kerosene, propane, natural gas, or wood isn't burned properly, dangerous carbon monoxide may result, and it can build up indoors without you knowing, as it's invisible and odorless. So protect yourself by installing UHL-approved carbon monoxide detectors. If carbon monoxide is present, the detector will alert everyone to get out of the house, where you can safely call 911 for help. Avista, we just want you to be safe. Talking baseball here with the skipper, Brian Green. We'll get to Twitter questions in just a moment. Uh, the, the guy that jumped out to me in Tempe, in, in Phoenix, at Phoenix Municipal Stadium, we keep bouncing back and forth because ASU's ballparks, I think technically in the municipality right. of Phoenix, uh, was Hawkins, Dakota Hawkins. He was, on Sunday, 
tough first inning, phenomenal. He was really am I am I right to say that? I mean, totally. He was really good, and I, it's why to me the the score as I'm scrolling down here, ten nothing or nine nothing, not at all reflected. Not at all of what I, to me I I came away thinking this pitching staff actually just lengthened. However, you want to use him. Uh, you, you've got a guy that might really be able to do something for you here, and Dakota Hawkins was was really good on the bump. He, Chaz, he is. I mean, I, I he's just one of our top competitors. The, the, he's an awesome kid. Comes from a great family, very supportive. Uh, you know, Washington kid, but uh, he loves being a kook, and he's proud to be here. And he's the guy before the game who he comes up and he gives the fist pump to every coach before love, the game. Love it. Every game. Love it. So he's one of our more competitive guys on the mound, if not. I mean, he's really competitive. And so that wasn't a surprise to us. You know, it, um, now what he did, you know, he goes six shutout. Like the way that he did, you know, anybody doing that in Tempe is just, you know, it's not a surprise, but it is. You know, it was a great outing. And, again, you know, he didn't get paid in that first inning. We we did not play good defense for him. A couple of bells fall, and all of a sudden, you know, there's a chalk line here, there's a flare here, and you're like, oh, man, here we go again. Right. And then we make an error. And so, um, but anyways, he's he's a swing guy for us. You know, he, he's very competitive. He throws strikes. He's got enough fastball. It's up to 93. He's hmm. got a curveball. He's been up to 94 in the past. Um so he's that swing guy. You know, he's the guy you consider to close on Friday and Saturday. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, and then you kind of see if you've used him or not. And then if not, you know, he's he's one of those potential Sunday guys. Got it. But uh, he's a great swing guy, great competitor. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. you know, the, he, the in the end, this is where baseball gets weird. Five and a third, six runs, five earned, seven hits. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really tell the story. No, not at all. It's not, it's not exactly what the whole situation is. You, you – um, are without Kyle Manzardo, without Kyle Russell, and I, I think that folks are well aware of Manzo. They probably don't know Kyle Russell as well because he hasn't been here very long and he's mm-hmm. so young. You'd mentioned Kyle Russell. He's okay. What's the status on these two guys? What can you share without competitive advantage swayed away from you know Stanford? Or what yeah, it'll be want? a uh, – I think Manzo is going to be fine. Okay. You know, we, we, to be honest, I mean, we just well, we're always honest. But, you know, when, when we, with Manzo, we just – we really just were not going to take any chances. You know, he, he, he said, I'm ready to go on Sunday. Uh, just what he's done, what he means to the team. Hamstrings are, a, you know, strange. So he just had a little tiny nothing with a hammy. And um, so for us, you know, we just, I just said, Look, you're not playing. Yeah. There, there's too much to lose here. You know, and who's kidding who? You put him in and just tell him not to run hard. Yeah. He's going to run hard. He's going to try to beat it out for his team. So, sure. um, so I, I, you'll, we'll anticipate seeing him back this weekend. And, you know, Kyle is really a day to day. You know, if it's not this weekend, it's probably next weekend. Uh, similar situation again. We just you want to be really careful with those guys. You know, they've got big futures ahead of them. But more importantly for this team right now, uh, you know, for us to do what we expect and hope to do this year, you know, we need to be at full strength. Um, and if that means being a little light for a couple of weeks uh, to gain being full strength for seven weeks, we're certainly going to do that and protect the program, not just, uh, you know, a single game or two. Yeah, you don't want to look back at the series in, uh, gosh, March. 26th or whatever it was and say we we you know we blew out an all-american for one game for one game and correct at asu yeah right, we, we went long in that first segment we'll take another break here we're live here with the skipper brian green as we're talking baseball here this is Coog baseball season we've got ourselves a stanford series coming up we've been to corvallis we've been to phoenix and we've been all over where we <laughs> haven't been a lot of is His Pullman. <laughs> yeah we'll take a break yeah. we'll talk more about it next At Boeing, we support events that bring us closer. 
make our communities better places to live and work and help us build a sound future together. That's why we are proud to be the title sponsor of the Boeing Apple Cup Series. When we celebrate this long-standing rivalry, we celebrate Washington's spirit, and that's something we can all get behind. The Boeing Apple Cup Series, here for the rivalry, here for the tradition. I love the stadium hot dogs. I love screaming until I'm hoarse. Ooh, tailgating. Yelling at the ref for a bad call. Yelling for first downs. High-fiving for a touchdown. Fist bumps. Chest bumps. The long lines at the bathrooms. Wait, no, I don't. Celebrating the wins with fellow 12s. Make this season your season, wherever you are. Fan out with Seahawks Scratch from Washington's Lottery. You could win 2021 season tickets for two or 50 grand. Odds of winning the prize are 1 in 3.43. Odds of winning a second chance prize depend on the number of entries received. Must be 18 or older to purchase. Keep it fun and know your limit. This is Scott Hatterberg, and you're listening to Cougar Baseball on the Washington State and Sports Network. Our goals aren't as out of reach as we once thought. Because things are coming back. And if there's anything we've learned, it's that there's no time like the present. At U.S. Bank, we take the time to understand you, to help you get to where you really want to be by getting to the root of any financial obstacle so you can move forward. Because side by side, there's no telling how far you'll go. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This message is to my fantasy football wide receiver who just caught an 80-yard touchdown pass. Uh, I'm watching the game here on the 30-foot by 10-foot HDTV in Epic at Northern Quest. And this thing is so big and, and so clear that I feel like we were working together there. Did you feel that too? Every game is a home game at Epic. So come get up close and personal with every play on our larger-than-life 30-foot screen. Only in Epic at Northern Quest. Back here live in the Martin Stadium press box. We are on the Palouse. Beautiful afternoon or, or evening, really, here in eastern Washington. If you're if you're listening and, and you're not near Pullman, uh, it's gorgeous. And it's actually great baseball weather. And it is. I, I hope this keeps up for this weekend. Cause it's supposed if, to. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've got ourselves Stanford coming in. Uh, we'll, we'll do a little bit of Stanford preview, a little bit of Stanford scout in this one. We talked about um, Dakota Hawkins, the, the Sunday guy. I think folks have, have realized now, you know, Brandon White, Zane Mills, Hawkins as a swing guy. The, the the rotation is starting to come together a little bit, but but you got to hit. Yeah, you know, th- th- that's right. I mean, the zeros on Friday and uh, Sunday, but also like you know, th- th- you gave up nine and ten, and that's not great. But that you got to get some hits in the game, and I think that's that's a huge got to be a huge part of the discussion. Yeah, huge. You know, and, and we uh, we'll take back in terms of just needing more practice time. We need to hit. You know, we need to spend more time hitting. Uh, that's a big deal for us, you know, and and today was really fun. I got to touch three guys that, you know, we could actually make some adjustments where it's not on the fly during a game because those are going to be mental adjustments, but we were able to make some physical adjustments, you know, when we got back to practice today, which was great, you know, whether it be a guy's not separating or there's a little path issue or something like that. But, no, we got to hit, and and we can hit. and um, No question. You know, and we've shown that, um, you know, the thing for us, Chaz, that, that we were that we're doing or we did uh, this weekend was that we haven't done throughout the regular season or the up to this point was that when we get hits, we score runs. At Arizona State, we got hits. Mm. We got hit out hit 29 to 25 for the series. They had four more hits than we did. We didn't score any runs. 
you know, and when you look at even Saturday when, when we lose five to four and it's it's four to three in the eighth, we got fourteen hits and we only have four runs. That's that's uncommon for us. Normally fourteen hits is about ten. Right. Which is, you know, a couple of weeks ago where we were averaging run scoring production. So for us, um, you know, and credit to A State, you know, they they play the lines and they've got one of the fastest players in the country, yeah. and he ran down um, more than his share of balls that, for us, are in the gap more often than not. Uh, but but credit them. But yeah. we've got to do a better job of, of getting hits when it matters. Run scoring, uh, doing a better job, runner at third, less than two. Uh, that's got to be more efficient for us. We've got to do a better job putting the ball in play late, yeah. particularly runner scoring position. Um, and then two-out hitting, you know, and again, credit ASU. But we've been very good at two-out hitting. Um, and this weekend we were not. And at the t- typical end of the day, you get two out RBI hits, you're probably going to win. And if you don't, you're probably not going to. Before the game in uh, Corvallis, the first game we worked on together, you showed me your house yeah. that you lived in, <laughs> yeah. in in Corvallis. It was your first home as a professional baseball coach. Is that right? It was. Yeah, it was our first. Uh, we had been. Always con- or always apartments, and uh, that was our first house. Yeah. I was 31 years old. Yeah, it was my first Division One job. It yep. was to be the volunteer assistant coach uh, at Oregon State. And Becky and I were there one year and had an unbelievably great time. You know, being in the pack, growing up in, in Southern California, it's it's all about the pack. Sure. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so I ran over there. You know, I, I like to, on the road, I love my three, four-mile walk runs and <laughs> get a coffee in the middle. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so, you know, we, we left the hotel, and, and I went and found our, our little home there on 11th, a little rental home, and it's still there. And took a bunch of pictures and posted it up, and uh, Becky loved it. Yeah, it's a great memory. You know, that's fun, and it's, so what's fun about this league is I've been in it at a couple of spots, and it brings back a lot of memories. I know when we get to uh, go to Westwood next year, uh, you know, that'll be really cool to go back and, and see those guys. And um, it's a great league and one of the best in the country, obviously, and uh, honored to be here. It must be uh, a little bit. I mean, you, you're you're not – this is not your first rodeo, but at the same time there there is probably a little bit of a pinch-me moment, you know, when you go back and you must be sitting there – with your taking the picture and really thinking about being nostalgic and thinking about your your path and and where you've been and where you started and now where you are no question i mean it, it started at goss and that's why for me it was really cool and i told the guys that as like guys you know just personally emotionally for me uh this is pretty neat you know getting getting to come back here this was my first our first uh pac-12 or division one opportunity but uh no there's been so many people in my life that have given becky and i opportunities and um, I'm forever grateful and thankful, but, uh, you know, emotionally tied to all of them. So uh, that was cool. Tempe, I don't have a lot of great memories. When I was at UCLA. Yeah. Those guys could really hit. Yeah, you know, that good. was no fun. So, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, a lot of great stuff going on for us. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do some Twitter questions we've got to, or, or comments, whatever folks have, have come up with here. We'll check the, the Twitterverse and get back at it. We're live here with the skipper, Brian Green, as the Cougars will take on Stanford this weekend. And uh, I keep wanting to talk about the schedule and keep getting sidetracked. <laughs> Uh, we've, you know, it's the first pack home series, the second pack se- or second home series period, yeah, at all, yeah. Uh, and thankfully, you flipped the Seattle U series. <laughs> otherwise, yeah. it just would. Otherwise, this would be the first one. This would be the debut, yeah. which is yeah. just which is wild. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We're live here with the skipper. 
Boost Collaborative is a proud sponsor of Cougar Baseball and is a proud supporter of people with disabilities on the Palouse. For over 50 years, Boost Collaborative has been here to help families and their toddlers meet developmental milestones. For youth and adults, Boost provides job placement, on-the-job training, and follow-along supports. Now you can play a part in Boost's success through your donations and purchases at Palouse Treasures Thrift Store in Pullman. Boost Collaborative, empowering people with disabilities on the Palouse. Go Cougs! Hi, it's Ruben Mays, proud Cougar and proud supporter of Pullman Regional Hospital. Our community hospital is working tirelessly to keep you and our community safe. Thank you for your generous support in the face of major expenses related to COVID-19. But listen, there's more work to be done. We need space to house a medical residency program to ensure continued access to family medicine physicians. We need you. Join us. Visit PullmanRegional.org and click on Highest Needs to learn how you can help. Thank you and welcome to the team. Baseball. Kiss it goodbye off the scoreboard. A walk-off. The Washington State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Get game day ready at Rosars. Rosars is a proud sponsor of WSU Athletics and your headquarters for keeping snacks stocked up for game time. You'll find the largest craft beer selection, local and imported wines, and all the makings for your favorite cocktails. And while you're there, stock up on your favorite deli snacks, pizza, rotisserie chickens, and ribs. Don't just watch the game. Experience it with your favorite game time foods. Get game day ready at Rosar's. At Coeur d'Alene Casino, we're still rocking, still cooking, still shaking, still relaxing, and still winning. And we're doing it all safely. So leave the cleaning and care to us. And we'll leave the relaxing, indulging, and winning to you. Book our ready-to-escape package today for just $89.99, including a one-night stay, two Huckleberry Deli vouchers, and $10 extra play cash. Coeur d'Alene Casino. Welcome home. You know, listen. It's um, it's really great to have uh, uh, another coach's input on the show. And uh, head basketball coach Kyle Smith has has you know <laughs> really now that he's he's a veteran of the coaches' show, considers himself to to really be kind of a, a, an analyst and, and probably has data analytics on coaches' shows in general. He's having John Andrzejczyk run the numbers <laughs> on various things, and and his sure. question is when's trivia. Which we can talk about, but he, he wants to he likes the idea of like a, a Zeppo's outdoor setting for these kinds of things and we'll talk about the data behind that too. But it's good to know that coach is involved in listening. It is. Well and that's I'm glad you I knew Coach Smith would yeah. probably, you know, get involved here. He but hovers. He's he does. Kind of, he's kind of around he, he ever, does. Yeah. He hovers. Yeah. And um, that's a good segue in terms of hovering, but oh. you know, the relationships that, that we've been able to establish here with the coach. There's a community here, and I know most coaches talk about this on the show, but the, the support that we get from each other is mm. just so awesome. And everybody knows what's going on with everybody's sport. Mm. Um, so they're, they're, and he's a great friend, you mm. know, but uh, but I was just happy to, to be able to give him something, you know, because oh. he supports me all the time. But yeah. I was able to support him, you know, last year, and uh, I was able to help him, you know, basketball coach, you know, free throw shooter, yeah. a lot of wrist. Yeah. 
you know, I had an opportunity to show him some things with fly fishing. And oh. I think I was really able to impact his game with that. You know, he's really wristy and oh, was able yeah. to help with the cast. And uh, I think it helped him, you know, and uh, and I look forward to, to continuing that mentorship for him. That's good that he has that mentor figure in the athletic department. I think it's important. Yeah, yeah. especially with, with some, you know, you want to be able to relax and enjoy your time. <laughs> and if you don't know what you're doing, it's, it's, it's hard. hard. Yeah, it, it, makes, hard. it can make it hard. I get that. Well, listen, Kyle, you're welcome. <laughs> And uh, and and we're we're rolling here. So all right, we've got some uh, some Twitter questions here, um, uh, and and um, this is Jim uh, seventy six Coog. Yeah, uh, Coog's giving up a ton of runs. Is pitching an issue? Is there a way to improve? Or is is talent issue? We kind of touched on this a little bit. Uh, it's definitely not a talent issue, and if I may, and um, you know so there were some fielding issues in in uh, in Phoenix that were really more of it than, uh, and also you know. One of the things Mike said that he doesn't believe in. Now he was a hitter, and mm-hmm. and I'll but so I'll regurgitate. You're you're an offensive guy. Sometimes good offense does beat good pitching. There's kind of that was those are his words. He said good pitching doesn't always. He said well, what if if there's a good hitter, then a good hitter is going to hit good pitching. Sometimes doesn't mean necessarily that it was a failure of of the pitcher, and there was good hitting. And I and to your point in the first inning. The way they attacked and the way Arizona State attacked, he, he was impressed by that. He yep. said credit to Tracy Smith, yep. and those guys were really good at that, and, and that was part of that story, I think, also. Yeah, and that's just that's what they do. And, you know, I think sometimes it, it, a matchup can be, you know, it is what it is. Um, if you look at A-State, they're very left-handed um, offensively. We're very right-handed uh, on the mound. We do have plenty of left, but uh, just right now, you know, I think, Jim, to answer your question, uh, just in terms of where our pitching is, we've just got to do a better job of getting longer. You know, we have quality, but right now, you know, we got into a little bit of a of a, a run there where too many guys were really, really short. Uh, is in, in they don't pitch deep they, enough in the game. They're not giving us two innings. They're giving us one out of the bullpen. Next thing you know, you're a little fatigued, you're a little tired, and, and it doesn't catch up necessarily in that game, but it does catch up a week later throw a double midweek in there and and we have that thing going on you know we had some strike zone issues with our pitching staff Uh, I think we've addressed that we got into the zone much better at A-State than we did uh, the previous couple of weeks but uh, we just got to get longer you know and and we're we're from a health perspective we're fine Uh, from a recruiting standpoint we have plenty of velocity and stuff um, but we've got to get longer. We're, we're still waiting on a few players to get up on the mound. They're healthy. They just haven't performed the way we'd like to see them perform with the stuff that they have. Hmm. Um, so we maximize that. Uh, you know, we're going to be in good shape. But uh, it was a tough matchup for us. Is that a workout? Is that a gym? How does one, is it, how does one gain endurance on the arm? Or is it like mentally in the games, you know, with the way they pitch? Yeah, and, you know, it, for us, it's been more about strikes, you know. And, and because of strikes, we can't, we've got to get them in and out of there. You know, we're running guys in and out. So, um, and when I say strikes, I mean they're behind in the count. And you get behind the count, now you're laying it in the middle. And just all those things, the same thing that our hitters do when they're off, where they're taking fastballs early in the count because they're a little too picky or they're nibbling a little bit. And I think both both sides, when any, when any, whether it's a hitter or a pitcher, when you get into a rut, that rut typically is about not commanding what you want to do or not being aggressive enough with what you want to do. And, and I think we saw that over the weekend with both sides of the ball. Clearly we weren't aggressive enough at the plate early in the count. Um, we weren't as tough as we'd like to see our guys with runners in scoring position. And, uh, and, and I thought, honestly, we, we pitched much better than the scores looked for me. 
Oh, there's yeah. no well, and that is for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I was there and I watched it. And I was yeah. talking to Mike. I was talking to you about it yeah. in, in between games. Um, and there's no question. The first inning was tough, and then after that, they were locking down. I mean, yeah. Zane, Zane wasn't touched after the first inning. No. That, that was the tight game, but Zane was dominant. We haven't really talked much about that. He was getting all the ground balls. I mean, his sink was dynamite yeah. after that first inning and um ASU did a good job to jump out but he, he was did. he was great yeah. he, was, he was great John uh John wants to know is Kyle Russell going to be able to play again this year um what can be done to improve the uh, oh, do you have an issue with free passes from the pitching staff? Walks, hit by pitch, wild pitches. Is there a free pass? What have you talked to Clags and those guys about about some of the the free passes on base? And I think Zane had a couple. He had some. We're talking about it in BP the next day. He had some run in on some guys, which yeah, kind of happens sometimes. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think a couple of things with that. One, we certainly fell into a rut with throwing strikes, and mm-hmm. we just did. We our pitching staff. We we got into a spot where we were just walking too many guys, and it came out of nowhere. Uh, you know, and Clags and I were losing our brains, and you know, we blow the guys out of the water, and, it, and it's gotten better. And you know, with regards to HBP, you know, um, we don't have big velocity. You know, we don't have Oregon State velocity, but we've got enough velocity. But at the same time, you know, you've got to be able to show both sides of the plate. A couple of our guys, they have real movement, and you know, if you, if you look at Calvary, you look at Zane, they have to pitch in to be effective, to you know, to get guys off of their slider. So in doing that, there are going to be some HPPs. But but to, with regards to John's question there, with 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 the walks, there were we got into a run where there's way too many, you know, and and we've got to be better at that. We've got to get ahead. We've got to use changeups, and we've got to make teams beat us. We, we were giving away free passes uh, during a stretch there. Uh, that is certainly alarming, but but we're we're in the middle of feeling much better about it right now. So the walks really are more of a concern than the hit by than the hit batters. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, no question. You know, we we want those HPPs offensively, at, but you know, HPP, you know, obviously there's some bad ones here and there, but uh, but that's that hasn't statistically you, we do have quite a bit of them, but uh, but also it's we do try to pitch in <laughs> right, uh, but the walks anytime you yeah. know offensively strikeouts defensively walks those are always those two things you're just trying to just neutralize both of those interesting yeah, yeah. uh he asked about kyle russell we kind of covered that before he's going to... should see him soon yeah. you know we hope to get him back on the field he's an exceptional talent and uh and uh really going to be a fun player for the fans to watch play lynn wants to know uh what has surprised you about this team's performance so far have you changed any training or workouts because of those surprises the biggest surprise has been our toughness to come back because you don't do it until you do it. So that's that's always a just you, you just don't know. Um, you know, for us, if you look at uh, we've been down nine one, we've been down eight one. What what surprised me early on was when we came out, Chaz, of the fall and when we came out of the gates in January. You know, our pitchers were absolutely laying it on our hitters, and we were striking out at an unbelievably alarming rate. I mean, huge splits, strikeout to walk. So that that was a cause for concern going into the season. Um, we started to see some signs of life, um, you know, last week or two going into the season, and then we we just we stepped in and and, and have performed offensively the way that I thought we would. Um, that was a surprise, but I think the biggest surprise that that I've seen out of our club has been their confidence when they get down. No problem. Hmm. Um, you know, I did see us waver with that at Arizona State, and we let the guys know about that. Um, because we've proven that we can come back. But I, I think the the greatest, nicest thing that we've seen from this club that you just don't know until the season starts has been our guys' confidence and belief that we're going to come back, we can come back, we're going to win this game, and there's some optimism there. And, you know, anytime you're 
hit a spot where you haven't won, you know, in your recent past, that does a really nice thing to see. So our guys' optimistic um, belief in, in our program is uh, is there, and that's a good thing to see. And it's only two games out of 60. The the, the zeros in Phoenix were the surpri- most surprising part. That, that, that's, a, that's the first time I've been a part of a shutout in like five years. So Amazing. Was like, yeah. <laughs> so that was a surprise. We were just kind of waiting. You know, it's it seems sort of silly to say, but you're, you're down seven or you're down eight. and, and When's Kate, it going to come? Yeah, Kincaid and I are sitting there going, this is still a game. Right. They're, we're going to get to – if we get to the pen or if Puri on Friday runs out of gas or whatever. We've got power. Yeah. Yeah. There's, we're waiting for the balls to go out of the park. It didn't happen, but yeah. um, Ch- Chappie wants to know. He's asking about some catching defensive stuff. Yeah. How, how do you feel about the defensive catching situation? And also, uh, I'm, I'm going to piggyback off that with when, uh, yeah, when you're throwing the second. Uh, what what is the burden on the middle infielders and rotation? What was going on out there? And were some of the throws actually really good? And was ASU just really fast? And what do you feel about the defensive catcher situation? Well, it's a, that's that was one of the things that I talked about. You know, before we went into the season, is look, it, one of the things that is either going to really show up or not is going to be defensively. Are we going to keep the ball in front of us? We were letting way too many balls late in our spring uh, training session before we started the season. We were letting way too many balls go this way. you know. And, and that was something that was a real priority for us to move into the spring. I think Jake's really improved. He's really improved his receiving. He's improved his blocking uh, collectively for us right now. You know, who's kidding who? If you look at the numbers, this isn't anything I'm going to – you can't hide from it. A state ran on us, and they ran on us large. Mm-hmm. And we got to get better. Uh, you know, the onus in that is number one, starting with with the guys on the mound, just you know, being quicker to the plate, right. doing a better job, giving our our catchers an opportunity to throw somebody out. Um, obviously, our guys were rushed; they were inaccurate. And in A state, I mean, they had to pedal down on us. Um, so that's something that we certainly will address in these last two days before we get going for Stanford because they've got a couple of plus runners as well, and we've got to do a good job or, or it's going to be a problem for us. So uh, certainly something we got to get better at. feels like these are the conversations you have initially when you get into pack play when you go up that level. Yeah. Right? I mean, this is the kind of thing you run into where – you get a center fielder like Lampy, like Arizona State had, and he, he was the MVP for them in, in the series. I know McLean was really good, but Lampy defensively and what he did in the base paths was great. And you know that there aren't a lot of those guys in right. the country. He's a, he's just a really effective player, and he and he had a great series. Yeah, he did. He can really run, and mm-hmm. uh, and he's an aggressive, educated runner, and uh, did a really good job. Picked the right cans to go on, and we, you know we've. But again, we got to get better. You know, and and it doesn't fastest player in the country. We have to have the skills to have a great move, uh, slide step, be quick, be long, very times. If you look at what Hawkins did, totally neutralized it. Really educated player understands when to use a quick leg, when not to show a plus pick, pick early, pick late. He's a great move. Great move. He has a great move to first for a righty. I thought he picked off a couple guys. Yeah, you know, and, and just that's a guy who who is who is prepared in all phases of the game, and that's you know well, that's why you love those competitors like that. I but, was so impressed. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. I hadn't seen him, hadn't heard as much about him. Yeah, he he was really good. The numbers don't show. Really good. Yeah, yeah. really good. Hey, thanks for everybody for uh, throwing those questions in. We appreciate your participation. We are going to take a break. We'll come back. Got to talk a little bit about Stanford. And I, I swear we're going to talk about the fact that you have been on the road for, what is it? How many do you know? Is there a stat? I think it's six years. But, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. uh, it been a long time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'll be great to get yeah. home. All right, we'll take All a right. break. We'll come back. We're talking with baseball coach Brian Green. Business as usual is a thing of the past, but the entrepreneurial spirit keeps us closing in on our dream. 
That's why U.S. Bank makes sure solutions are a conversation away. So we can help you adapt and evolve your business, no matter what comes up. Because even in uncertainty, you can be certain we have your back. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Get game day ready at Rosars. Rosars is a proud sponsor of WSU Athletics and your headquarters for keeping snacks stocked up for game time. You'll find the largest craft beer selection, local and imported wines, and all the makings for your favorite cocktails. And while you're there, stock up on your favorite deli snacks, pizza, rotisserie chickens, and ribs. Don't just watch the game. Experience it with your favorite game time foods. Get game day ready at Rosars. This is Derek Jones, and you're listening to Cougar Baseball on the Washington State Sports Network. The weather is changing, and now is the time to prepare your home for winter with some new energy-efficient windows from McVay Brothers. McVay Brothers specializes in top-rated Coraline window series that has the newest technology to reduce your heat bills and the perfect replacement doors to secure your home. And right now, when you install four new quality windows, we'll give you the fifth window at 50% off. McVay Brothers Siding and Windows, we're working for you. Give us a call for your free quote today. At Boeing, we support events that bring us closer, make our communities better places to live and work, and help us build a sound future together. That's why we are proud to be the title sponsor of the Boeing Apple Cup Series. When we celebrate this long-standing rivalry, we celebrate Washington's spirit, and that's something we can all get behind. The Boeing Apple Cup Series, here for the rivalry, here for the tradition. All right, Skip, we're live here talking baseball with Brian Green at Duke State on Stanford, and that is a uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. Yep. Key element there. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 4 p.m. Thursday pitch, 345 airtime, with uh, 340 airtime, I think we're doing yours truly, and then Saturday, Stanford, Saturday, Stanford Friday, 5 p.m., and then noon on Saturday. So we're going Thursday, Friday, Saturday against the Cardinal. Um, your first home series in the pack as – the skipper, yeah. and your first home series since March 5th uh, <laughs> against Seattle U, and, and only your second home series all year. It must feel incredible to get home and, and say, hey, we get to walk to the game. We get to come out of our, our own beds and, and the, all that comes along with that. Uh, always is accentuated with, you know, that's part of Coug baseball, right? That's yep. part of the experience. Part of it. Yep. Um, but nonetheless, once it ends each year, it's that much of a relief. It's exciting to be home. Yeah, I, I, the spirits at practice today were just, I mean, guys were just absolutely flying around. You know, we went into it with, uh, you know, we had an inner squad today and uh, had played five innings. It had some guys that hadn't had a chance to pitch, give them an opportunity today to see what's going to happen with the weekend. Uh, same thing with the hitters who haven't had a chance. We got a chance to rest some guys as well, you know. But, um, no, our guys are fired up. I know I'm fired up. And all those those intangible things, you know, having a walkout song, having our music play and, and trigger our routines. Sure. That create that comfort, you know, and but yeah, just waking up in my own bed, um, you know, there's many times that over the course of the last five, six weeks, you wake up and you're, oh, I forgot you're, where I was. Where am I? You know, yeah, yeah, where am I? So, um, 
you know, for us, it's, it's been a really positive experience. We've shown some toughness on the road. Uh, no matter who you're playing, it's tough to play on the road. Um, but then to go for us, I just, I like where we opened up, you know, and, um, you know, you saw probably the best position player core and and obviously the league's loaded. It's loaded every year, but you know, a state is, they're a little young, but they're very, very talented. Yeah, they're really good. And they play old and, uh, and then Corvallis, Oregon state, you know, they probably have the best pitching staff in the league top to bottom, just in terms of stuff. So being able to see those two programs on the road for us, yeah, I think it really gives you a sense of, okay, well, we've seen it. Let, let's, let's put our gloves up now. We're at home. We're going to start going back and forth home and away. And let's go to work here. You know, we've been, we, we, we could very easily be three and three. We know that we're not, so we've got to get better. Right. But, uh, but at the same time, uh, let's get back to work. When you're looking for fun, stop into Zeppo's where the Palouse comes to play and eat. Stanford's coming up Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Final break here, and then we'll put a ball on the show next to the quick hour. That was a quick that hour. Was quick. Live here with the skipper, Brian Green, as we're talking baseball. There's no way around it. We're all living in a new normal now. Thankfully, my new normal includes jackpots because Northern Quest has been giving away millions of dollars every month. Over 6.7 million in July jackpots alone for bets as low as 25 cents. I don't know about you, but that's just what I needed to get me out of the house and to put pants on. Things were starting to get weird. Northern Quest, now playing, now paying. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment. Made to chill in a canoe, holding a beer instead of a paddle. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. You're listening to Cougar Baseball on the Washington State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This Washington State University sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Pullman Regional Hospital, the official hospital of Washington State Athletics. The combined expertise of our university and our award-winning hospital is being deployed to provide greater access to resources, education, employment opportunities, and innovations to improve health care and health outcomes for all of us. Pullman Regional Hospital and Washington State, partners in excellence. For Cougs, there's no place like WSU. Late night apps at the Coug. Early morning tailgating at Martin Stadium. And every day spent rocking the crimson and gray. And until we get back to campus, Cougs can keep a piece of home wherever they go. With the official WSU debit and credit cards from BECU. Learn more at becu.org slash WSU. Federally insured by NCUA. Back at it live here talking baseball with the skipper Brian Green. All right, Stanford, we, we have a 14-4 and four Stanford team. When you think of Stanford baseball, they've been at the top of the pack. I mean, Stanford baseball is synonymous with a team that can always go to the postseason. Give me a quick – got like 60, 90 seconds here. When you hear music in your ear, we got 60. Okay. Uh, what, what do you think about Cardinal this year? What are they Same. You know, really good. Um, right, right on the mound, then left. Uh, balance both at the plate. They have speed. They have power. They swing hard. They're physical. Uh, they're kind of a mixed bag just in terms of old and young. But uh, it, 
it's another really good team. The, the record is is a, is certainly an indicator of what they are. Um, yeah, they're going to be uh, they're going to be right there. But they can pitch. They've got uh, they got some stuff that we're going to see this weekend. That feels like that's part of the Stanford staple. Right? I mean, it's pitching and defense. Pitch D and be physical. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, Coach Esker's been in the league for a long time. Have a lot of respect for him. And remember those Cal teams. You know, they're going to swing hard, swing big, and uh, have some power and try to hit the ball over the wall. And certainly, Stanford has that ability to do that again. Yeah, they plucked their rivals' coach. They, 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 <laughs> that's they, right. Cal's guy, Cal had Esker, yeah. and then now they do. They're two and one in the league. They yeah. beat Utah. Skip. This has been long overdue. This is. That's awesome. And if we have Kyle Smith involved, we'll never talk baseball. I know. We're talking about RVs. We're talking about all kinds of things, <laughs> whatever it is. Hey, huge yeah. thanks to Jerry Kylo for getting us on the air. Jared Prenguber for, for doing what he does back there. Mitchell Lee back in the in the studio. And Jared, to be clear, Prenny's our guy behind the camera, to be clear, doing a great job. And a huge thanks to Mitchell back in the studio. Thank you. Coach, this is fun. Thanks, really Chad. Fun. Enjoyed it. Absolutely. It, it is a 4 o'clock pitch on Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, live on the air, 345, I believe, uh, with uh, the baseball series against the Cardinal home opener. Can't wait. For the skip. Can't wait. Thanks for listening. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Do you ever pay attention to overhead power lines? If you're like most people, you don't, but you should especially when you're working up on a roof or carrying a ladder outdoors. Kids who climb trees and fly kites and adults with drones need to watch out for power lines too. And on the off chance that you find a downed power line, stay at least 10 feet away and quickly call 911 and Avista. Always pay attention to power lines. It's your best line of defense. Avista, we just want you to be safe. At Coeur d'Alene Casino, we're still rocking, still cooking, still shaking, still relaxing, and still winning. And we're doing it all safely. So leave the cleaning and care to us, and we'll leave the relaxing, indulging, and winning to you. Book our ready-to-escape package today for just $89.99, including a one-night stay, two Huckleberry Deli vouchers, and $10 extra play cash. Coeur d'Alene Casino. Welcome home. This is Ray Hattenberg, and you're listening to Cougar Baseball on the Washington State Sports Network. You know, some just see a lottery ticket, but it's actually a whole lot more. It helps contribute to education across the state. It's for the stadium and sports fans. Sounders win it again! For local businesses and the neighbors who run them. Hey, how's it going? I'm good, thanks. For the chance to enrich people's lives. Oh, my gosh! We won! A little something for all of us. When you play Washington's lottery, all of Washington wins. Must be 18 or older to purchase. Boost Collaborative is a proud sponsor of Cougar Baseball and is a proud supporter of people with disabilities on the Palouse. For over 50 years, Boost Collaborative has been here to help families and their toddlers meet developmental milestones. For youth and adults, Boost provides job placement, on-the-job training, and follow-along supports. Now you can play a part in Boost's success through your donations and purchases at Palouse Treasures Thrift Store in Pullman. Boost Collaborative, empowering people with disabilities on the Palouse. Go Cougs!
This has been the U.S. Bank Cougar Coaches Show on the Washington State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Put your trust in a bank that's been focused on serving the people and businesses in Washington and all across the country since 1863. That's U.S. Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Northern Quest Resort and Casino. Need something to smile about? Try taking home your share of millions in jackpots at Northern Quest. That'll do it every time. Northern Quest. Now playing, now paying. Coors Light, Mountain Cold Refreshment, made to chill. And by Zeppos, the home for the Cougar Coaches Show. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Washington State Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.